Well, hey, we're going to go into our next segment. Father, are you ready for some questions? I am ready. All ready. Sounds good. I think Father is all ready for us here. We are excited to bring you this segment on Real Present Live. It's called Straight Talk, and it's your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local host and priests. Uh, when you hear the sound effect, which we just did, we want you to call in at 877-795-0122, or you can send your questions on Facebook. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, and, and you can get something answered, or maybe there's uh, some things that are going on that uh, that you want to have a little chat with Father here, have a little bit extra uh in, insight on maybe maybe that's a good word for it. Huh? So c- give us a call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We're gonna turn it over here to Father, and he can kind of start us off here. I don't know. Insight might be a strong word. <laughs> I, you know, I can offer maybe my opinions or thoughts, but um, oh, no, you are a smart no, man. It's uh, uh, you know there there are, there are so many things for us to think about, and as we've been talking uh, with with Father Terry and, and Megan about this new school mm-hmm. uh, that, that they're starting out. Um, you know, also, I think just hearing it called St. Thomas More. Um, you know, I didn't get a chance to ask them if, uh, if St. Thomas More is the name of the, the parish or if that's uh, if that's the school. I think uh, they said that it was right the parish, too, so I think oh, okay. it's tied to it. I could be wrong, but I think that's so, what it was. So, yep. Certainly makes sense, but we're, uh, we're, we're nearing the end of our fortnight for freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the United States bishops have asked us to have this fortnight, these two weeks leading up to, uh, uh, to Independence Day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, it starts out with the feast day of uh, St. Thomas More and St. John Fisher, mm, two mm-hmm. English saints, um, and and two saints that understood uh, the, the need for integrity of faith, despite what's going on around them. You know, we we, we have this uh, this misconception, I think, about the the separation of church and state. Uh, oh, there's a big misconception the, the, there, yeah. The, <laughs> this, this idea of the separation of church and state uh, is not constitutional. Uh, it does come up in, in some of uh, Thomas Jefferson's writings. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he talks about it in some of his other writings, uh, but, but, but it's not in the Constitution. The Constitution says that the state shall not uh, impose a religion. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, that the, the state won't won't tell us uh, how it is that we should worship, what it is that we should believe, mm-hmm. um, and and there's you know there's there's really some uh, some blessing to that. Right uh, now, now sometimes you might think about that and say, well, you know, but why? I mean, if if, if we if we believe the Catholic tr- Catholic Church is the true Church, if we believe that our faith is the fullness mm-hmm. uh, of the revelation of God, why wouldn't we want everybody? to believe that? Why wouldn't we want everybody to follow uh, in that life, in that religion? But God doesn't want that from us. God he wants, wants freedom. Exactly. God wants us to choose freely. Yep. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, I, I've had a lot of conversations with people about that over the years, that, um, that it seems like it'd be easier if the United States of America was just a Catholic yeah, country. let's just make it. We're going to impose it on you. Well, yeah. it doesn't work that way either. No, and we do see some countries where there is a state religion, mm-hmm. and the level of faith is not there. It's a cultural faith. Right. It's there, I mean, yes, they are imbued with with that faith, uh, whether that's a Catholic faith or a Muslim faith or mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, 
you know, after the Reformation, mm -hmm. uh, wasn't necessarily an entire country, but, um, you know, whatever prince, whatever faith the prince was, you know, that's what their people were going to Is be. Israel with, you, you know, yep. Yeah. And so, so it is important for us to keep that freedom, uh, the freedom to be able to choose. Mm -hmm. um, now, with, uh, with the life of St. Thomas More uh, and St. John Fisher, you know, it wasn't quite that of, you know, imposing a religion on others, um, but it, it was, it was fairly close, you know, that's, uh, that, that King Henry, uh, he, he wanted them to respond in a particular way. He, uh, yeah, he wanted something out of it. It was coming not from the, from the heart of, of Christ or from the heart of God. Yeah. It was coming from his personal and, and mixing that in. And, and St. Thomas More and Fisher both said, no, yeah. you are, you know, we're not not saying that 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 it's not that you aren't the king. We're saying that you need to follow God. Yeah. So you know, Saint Saint uh, Saint John Fisher uh, would not accede to uh, the king's request to reveal what his wife had been telling him in, in the confessional. Right. Uh, and for that, uh, he was martyred. Uh, Saint Thomas More would not acknowledge the king as the as the head of the church right. in England, and for that, he was martyred. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's just such a such a strong stance yes. that, that both of them took, um, then in many ways, you know, that, that wasn't the, that's, that's not the core, the center of our faith, you mm -hmm. know, who's the head of the church, uh, what, what happens in, in the confessional, you know, that, that's not, that's not the core, but, it, but it is still so integral, you know, that Jesus gave us a church, right. Jesus gave us the sacraments, uh, so that as we have the confidence to live in the church, the confidence to live out the sacraments, uh, it gives us greater freedom. Freedom even to stand up to the possibility of martyrdom. Right. And I think those two really kind of led to where, you know, the United States and the people of that thinking and stuff were starting to move to the new, you know, to the new colonies, you know, and that thinking was there. So, Father, we have a question uh, here, and I'm going to read it, but if you have any questions, 877-795-0122, or give us a, a little uh, blip on Facebook. We'd love to hear a question from you. We have one right now. Their uh, question is, in Genesis, God changes Abram's name to Abraham. That makes sense as God made him father of the multitude of nations, but why does God also change Sarah? Uh, you know that how, how Sarai. That, Sarai. That's how yep. I always pronounce okay, it. Okay, sounds I, good. Name to Sarah. Is there a significance here? Yeah. So, I, first of all, I always I always feel like when when we're reading biblical names or places, uh, proclaim with confidence, and most people won't know the difference. Um, uh, the, the, and I apologize if that's offensive to him because I know Sarai uh, does have a particular way of pronouncing her name. Um, but it's it's a great question because it's not only Abram and Sarai to Abraham and Sarah. Uh, we also see this happening with Jacob becoming Israel. We see it with Cephas becoming Peter. Mm -hmm. That there are different people in the Bible that have their names changed. And whenever this happens in the Bible, there is a, a, a real shift in their life perspective, mm -hmm. uh, their mission, the mission of their life is changing. And so with, with Abram becoming Abraham, Abraham becomes the father of a great nation. Sarai becoming Sarah, she becomes the mother right. of a great nation. And so you might remember uh, when, when God first revealed to Sarai that she was going to be a mother, mm -hmm. uh, that her response was laughter. Mm -hmm. uh, that, 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 that she, she thought it was laughable. She was an old woman. She didn't think that this was going to be possible. At the beginning, uh, didn't have the faith there. But eventually, 
the faith is there. Yep. Eventually, she realizes that, okay, you know, God is doing something here. And so in, in Genesis, you know, G- Genesis, uh, uh, the, the, especially the latter um, three quarters or so, uh, is the, the story of the patriarchs. Mm-hmm. And so there's a heavy emphasis on the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, but within them, you know, there's all, there's always a woman involved, uh, sometimes more than one, uh, um, actually most of the time more than yep. one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's, that's a whole, that's a whole other story yep. about trusting in God's, uh, God's providence. Um, but Sarah, Sarah was able to move from that, uh, laughable doubt into conviction and faith, uh, being convicted by faith, uh, so that when you know when, when she was able to make that move herself when she became the mother of isaac mm-hmm. uh her name changed because her mission was changing right. her mission was no longer uh to be the simply the wife of abram uh and a barren wife at that but her mission has become to be the mother of a great nation right along with uh with, with her husband right. abraham and that we see that with with god it's always been his plan with a man and a woman I mean, we see it with Adam, and this is great, but he needs a companion. Mm-hmm. We need to multiply, so we have Eve. We see that with with Abram and, Sar- and Sarai, and we see that through uh, Jesus Christ with having Mary. There's no way that that can be, and then to have Jesus Christ and then his bride, uh, you know, there's always that connection in, in what God's plan is, and it's always been about around the man and the woman. There's got to be the both of them because it's that's the only way it's gonna it's gonna produce fruit. That's right. And there and there are many many connections uh, th- throughout the Bible, uh, whether whether that's seeing that theme of a name change, or seeing you know someone's experience in the Bible uh, being repeated, uh, sometimes in a very similar way, mm-hmm. sometimes in almost an opposite way. Yeah. You know, we, we see that happen between. Uh, Sarai's response uh, that she is going to be a mother mm-hmm. uh, that it's laughable it, it's you know she it's incredulous she, mm-hmm. she, she, she she's not able to believe it but then we hear about uh, Elizabeth in the New Testament now her husband mm-hmm. uh, Zechariah he is questioning <laughs> you know, he is he is not believing and he's mute because right. of it he loses the faculties right. of speaking uh, but Elizabeth hears and is amazed Yes. Elizabeth hears and understands that God is doing something special here. And she, she believes that immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarai, you know, she's been told, but, but she really had a hard time believing it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until she became uh, pregnant and had her son that she started to understand right. that I have a new mission. Uh, Elizabeth, as, she, as soon as she heard, she realized, okay, it's not just that I have a mission, but my, my son. Right. is going to have a mission. And that leads her a little bit later on to uh, make her a great statement of, of, of praise yes. uh, as, as Mary comes to greet her. Right. Um, you know, how is it the mother of my Lord yes. would come to me? Uh, uh, well, we, ha- we need some more questions here. If you would like to call in, 877-795-0122. Father Will is uh, waiting here to give his great wisdom. <laughs> and... Uh, we just uh, need you to give us a call on 877-795-0122. I'm sure there's questions out there, so just take the time and just call in quick, and we can we can get that question on the air for you here. And we can also do that on Facebook. 
uh, if you want to do that on the on the app or in the in the media there. So, uh, and I think our last question came in uh, uh, through Facebook. So, yep. uh, thank you yes. to to those who are listening in who send in these questions. It's uh, certainly certainly uh, makes me dig deep into my memory bank <laughs> to see okay where did I where did I read about this before where right. did I hear about this before and uh, you yeah, never so. know where it's gonna where what what kind of question is going to come up so it's kind of actually kind of a can we stump father too you know maybe yeah, I, yeah, I, get, I get stumped sometimes yes no we don't I all don't. have the answers all the time you know no, i mean we can certainly you know you said there's so many ways that we can look at certain things with with that last question i mean there's a there's a, a great like you said a great multitude of of things that we could tie into that very you know it'd be a great subject for you know some lengthy discussion on I, you pointed out one thing about faith and and of course, today we have the martyr of uh, Saint Thomas, right? Uh, our our great apostle, right? And, yeah. And, and and you talked. I was at mass with you this morning. It was beautiful. And you said something, you know, about the foundation and building that up. And you actually questioned uh, Saint Paul's <laughs> building. Your, but yeah, my my point in, so. into that was, you know, that that Thomas didn't have that. Uh, faith okay. right I've off got the, a, I've, uh, got, I've uh, got to let our listeners know. Okay? All right. I'm not questioning St. Paul here. <laughs> I'm simply questioning his construction mentality. Yes. You know, that, that, you know, he's, he, you know, it says, you know, Jesus is the capstone of the church. I mean, that's, that's like saying that Jesus is the chimney <laughs> and the chimney is keeping the entire building together. I mean, that, that, that's not the way no, it it's works. Not, but it's a, it's a, it is a good tie, but yeah, you had a good homily <laughs> on that father. It was really very good, but go well, ahead. I, I think it's wor- worth uh, remarking a little bit on, uh, on s- some of the things that I said at, at Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with St. Thomas, uh, St. Thomas is, of course, best known as Doubting Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, that, that he is the one who was not present when the r- risen Christ arrived. Uh, he, you know, he wanted to see. <laughs> and, and who wouldn't? It's like, you know what? All my friends got to see this, and I didn't get to see it. You know, it's like, uh, you know, the... Um, you know, Avengers fans out there, you know, someone mm-hmm. had to wait an extra week to watch Endgame, uh, you know, and all their other friends saw it, and it's like, no, I, I want to see it myself, don't mm-hmm. tell me what happens, I want to see it. Uh, and so here's Thomas, so it's, it's an understandable statement. You know, unless I see with my own eyes, put my finger into his nail mark, right. put my hand to his side, I won't believe. I, I want to see it myself. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Jesus kind of <laughs> lets him know that well, as much as that might be understandable, th- that's not the response that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And you even uh, said that, oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, put, put, put your fingers right here in my hand. Come on, stick them in. Yes. Put your hand on my side. You know, dig around and see if you can find you understand. Spleen. You understand yeah. that thinking, though, but yeah. But, but then what's really remarkable, and this, is, and this is what I think St. Thomas should really be known for, he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to put his finger inside. He doesn't have to put his hand uh, or fingers in his in his hands. Mm-hmm. Thomas doesn't have to put his hand into his side. He sees, yeah, and he makes one of the greatest professions of faith in the New Testament. Yeah, my Lord and my God. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so we hear that we hear that sometimes at mass, especially if you if you go to uh, Spanish mass, Señor mío, Dios mío, uh, my Lord and my God, being able to see. And so, but what he sees, what he sees is Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with a few few more holes. Uh, uh, but but he sees the man that he knew, but his belief allows him to make the connection. Right. 
And so we have that opportunity, especially every time we celebrate the Eucharist. Yeah. You know, that's what we see is you know bread and wine. Yeah. But we're but through faith we're able that. to make that that connection. That you know this is not bread and wine anymore. This is, is the risen every, Christ. This is Jesus present to me in the Eucharist. Body. Soul, Body, blood, soul, soul and divinity. divinity. Sorry, I forgot the blood there. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, forget the blood. No, you cannot. I mean, what what that what that was shed for us. So we need you to call in eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two again. Stump Father Will Thompson. Can you do that? Uh, every every time that we're on with this segment, wherever the priests are, you know, come on. We got some. I know we have great people out here, and I know you guys have questions about the faith. So. Get, get them in here for us, and we can talk about those, and we can we can open up and and have a great discussion on it. And, uh, you know, maybe there's something that you're not quite sure about, uh, something that's not quite uh, sitting in the right uh, manner for you with, with the faith. And maybe you want to talk to Father about that and ask him about that, you know, whatever it might be. So we, we'd like you to call in 877-795-0122 or give us a... A little question on Facebook. That's an easy way to do it also. I know everybody has their phones on them, so that's another way to 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 do that. Don't do it while you're driving, though. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, well, we want to stay safe. Yes. Uh, pretty soon we'll have to be staying legal uh, that way in yes. the state of Minnesota, August 1st. You have to have hands-free. Is it August? Uh, I thought it was July. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Is it August? 1st. Okay. Well, it, it should be you know, August 1st, 2012. Yeah, uh, no kidding. It should know, have as been. Far, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. um, you know, we do want to stay safe on safe on the road. Yes. You absolutely. know, as, as, we're, as we're talking about you know, some of these different things, and we talk about what happened to uh, Sarah, what happened to Elizabeth, uh, you know, St. Thomas's experience. And, and those are those are really helpful for us, I think, to reflect on, uh, to help us to start to make some connections in our own lives. Um, but, you know, whatever our faith is, you know, it has to be lived. You know, it has to be lived through our, our own experience. Um, you know, that, uh, that experience of Jesus having, you know, suffered, died, and risen for us. Uh, but then we experience it right now. And, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but, you know, life can be chaotic sometimes. Mm, absolutely. You know, that there's, there's so much uh, that can be going on, uh, so much that controls our lives. And it can just be, just be really difficult to pray. Uh, not necessarily that you know, our, our, our faith is questioned through the chaos, uh, although sometimes it might be. You know, yeah. It's like, you know, God, why are you letting all of this happen? Um, but, you know, when, whenever I find myself asking that, I think, wait, no, let me, let me take a step back. Mm-hmm. Who put all of these appointments on my calendar? Right. Oh, yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes we do it to ourselves. Sometimes right. we make our, our lives more chaotic. I can chaotic. get this done. I can do it. I can do this. That's right. Um, but, you know, I think for, for a lot of people out there, you know, you might be listening in right now and, you know, you're, you're thanking God that your kids are laying down for a nap uh, or they're out at baseball practice or, or something like that. <laughs> so you have a little bit of a reprieve. Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I, I grew up... In, middle of seven children so yep. i know what it's like to be uh at a, at a chaotic house I, I, hear, you know, yep. I know what it's like to have have parents saying you know can't we have anything nice around here mm-hmm. um and i think one time i answered back no we can't because we break it you never did that uh, i don't i probably didn't say it, but I, I did break some things yes no, I, I did I, too I just, I just had a conversation with my mom reminiscing uh not too long ago oh, that's great <laughs> one of her so, one of her favorite snow globes oh, of, of no. the holy family so. yeah Water everywhere, yeah, huh? Yeah, <laughs> water, glitter, it was and all over the place. I'm pretty sure my mom prayed in that moment. There you yeah, go, yeah. Just to hold back on that, yes. <laughs> Give us a call, 877 We still have some time here. We got a question coming in uh, 
from a listener. I've talked to several different priests about this. It goes to our safety on the road here, I think, Father. But I want Father Will's take, since many people will be traveling today and tomorrow. Is it a sin to go five miles per hour over the speed limit? <laughs> That's a fantastic question. Thank you for putting me on the spot yeah. on that one. Is, is, um, a, is a little white lie okay? Well, there's a, there's a difference here. There's, there's, I know. There's I'm a just, difference between bearing false witness yeah, and, exactly. uh, and, and obeying legitimate authority. Right. Um, uh, uh, but first of all, white lie is not okay. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's still a lie. Um, right. You know, whenever we you know do that, I think it's helpful to say, okay, what happens if I take the adjective off? Right. Uh, if the descriptor's not there, it's still a lie. Um, I don't. So, that's just that's just what popped into my head. You know, is it? Yep. We're, we're, what I'm getting at is that we kind of place these little things in front of us, right? Yep. So I'll let you I'll let you talk on this, but I mean, we place those little things in, in front of us all the time, and you know, how far can I move that? So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, and this is, this is a difficult question too because I I I, I think. Um, partly depends on interpretation mm -hmm. um, now i'm i'm not one to uh, really interpret the ten commandments but it, uh, but there is an interpretation of the law mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, that that we that we can we can do um, and i i always remember when i was in driver's ed class mm -hmm. that the uh, the instructor said you know okay this is what the speed limit is mm -hmm. uh, after informing us of what the difference is between a speed limit sign and a county road sign. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you see county road 85, you don't want to be driving 85 miles an right. hour right there. Uh, <laughs> that is not a speed limit sign. Um, but the, the, the speed limit is set. However, there is also still an encouragement to go with the flow of traffic. Correct. And so if the flow of traffic is 65 miles an hour in a 55-mile-an-hour zone, uh, if you are comfortable with that, it's appropriate to go there because of the safety issue. Right. You know, that if you're going 50 miles an hour and everyone else around you is going 60, that could be dangerous. It could actually prov uh, be providing a... You know, a stumbling block, which I think uh, kind so of brings speak for if, others. If I could put in this, you know, I think this is the law in Minnesota now that just came out about you know driving slow in the fast lane. Mm -hmm. This this has to do with that. I don't know about the other states that we go to, but you know, it's important to keep the flow of traffic going. Now you don't want to be driving reckless, right? You know, never driving reckless. But you, if if there is a slower moving vehicle and it is a two lane, you want to move around that person so that you're not impeding other people, yep. and you want to be careful about it now i don't know exactly you know where where do you cut off on you know uh, that's a hard one to, to talk about but i think it's important for you and i think that was where this law yeah. about you know you know driving in the fast lane that you want to keep that traffic flowing you don't want to be driving slow over there because right. it, it is for moving the traffic and keeping that in the line of uh, safety. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 really probably more of a safety question, and um, you know the speed limit you know could vary, even though the even, or, or the speed that you're driving could vary, even though the speed limit stays the same mm -hmm. based upon you know what other people are driving around you. Now, if if you find yourself all of a sudden you're going 70 miles an hour. Um, and because everybody else is going 70 miles an hour around you and you're uncomfortable with that, you know, don't throw on the brakes uh, right. because there might be someone right behind you going 70 yeah. miles an hour and they're expecting to continue Comfortably the Comfortably do this and slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I also remember very distinctly uh, that if you're in a, on a two-lane and you know you want to pass someone, mm -hmm. uh, that my driver, driver's ed instructor also said, you know, the speed limit stays the same even though you want to pass. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're if you're going 80 miles an hour to pass someone, you know, then you're then you're definitely speeding. Right. So, 
you know, my my rule of of thumb is uh, to try to go along the speed of traffic. Mm-hmm. And if I catch up to someone who's going one mile an hour slower than me. You know, I kind of have to catch myself a little bit because that can be annoying. Uh, you know, that can bother me. But mm-hmm. I say, you know what? It's one mile an hour. Mm-hmm. I can slow down. Um, I don't have to pass them. Which kind of ties into a little bit about road rage. I yeah. think, too, you know, that, 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 that that's important for us to remember when we're, we're all out on there. We're all children of God. We, we should have that. We should be saying some prayers rather than getting upset. Taking that time back, that's a good place yeah. to put just maybe even a small prayer of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, help me, or Jesus, I trust in you, or, mm-hmm. or calm my spirit, Lord. Yeah. You know, well, and, and one of the other things, and I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the air, uh, but I know I have talked to people about this. Uh, you know, when, when I'm driving around, I, I'll thank people for being smart drivers. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I'm in my, I'm in my car, they're in their car. Mm-hmm. But you know, as you're looking around, you, you know, you can see what might happen. Right. You can see some of the the dangers that are out there. And yeah, sometimes people don't see mm-hmm. what's happening. Sometimes people make poor decisions. Right. But a lot of times people make good decisions. Absolutely. And so when I see that, I'll say, thank you. That was a good move. Yeah. You know, th- thanks for waiting. Thanks for allowing that, you, other, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that other, other, other person to, to move in there. You know, God bless you for seeing uh, what could have happened um, you know, if you had been in more of a hurry. And maybe um, allow that spirit of that to, to come into you and say, you know what, I need to be more like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, coming back to the speed limit question, um, you know, I, I think I think it's almost part of a bigger issue. You know, how much of a hurry are we in? <laughs> right. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, being overly aggressive and turning earlier, passing someone, what's that going to add? Two minutes? Right. You know, you're going to arrive two minutes, you know, sooner than, than what you would have. You know, is that is that really worth it mm-hmm. to uh, go that far over the speed limit? Is it really worth it to, um, you know, put other people's lives in danger? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't think so. So, you know, uh, do be safe out there. Um, yep. You know, no need to be reckless. Uh, we're all going somewhere. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, we pray that you re- reach that destination in safety mm-hmm. and enjoy. Aaron says that they did a myth, myth, myth busters on that. So yep. <laughs> thanks, Aaron, for that. Uh, so you're saving, you're actually saving more time by, by being more thoughtful about it. But you know what I have uh, an ideal for our people that are listening out there? Mm-hmm. If you're getting into that while you're in your car, tune to AM 970 or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the Real Presence radio uh, uh, signal is in your area and listen to us and, and take that time to calm down and maybe listen and learn a little bit about your faith. How's that? That sounds like a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and actually it does. I think the, you know, what you listen to on the radio or, um, you know, the conversations you're ha- having, you know, that can have an effect, you know, especially if you don't have the cruise control on, uh, you know, it could yeah. affect your speed, um, but yeah. it can also affect your, your psyche, affect yeah. your heart. Um, we just need to slow down, I think, in this world. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of really shows when we were talking earlier about prayer and and then putting that in the front of it when they're doing this with the with the St. Mo- uh, Thomas More School, you know, prayer is our foundation. Uh, it, it is what we are called to do. It is how we are drawn to God. It is how we uh, commune with God. Of course, we have the sacraments, and especially the Eucharist, that we, we do that in a more special yeah. way, but that's still a prayer. 
And that's the, the be- most beautiful prayer that we can do is go to Mass. But while we're doing that, and keep, we need to keep God in our thoughts and keep God uh, at the forefront so that we're, you know, uh, and I know I need to learn this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need humility uh, probably more than I want to acknowledge, too, uh, that when, when situations come up, and, and I, I've had a couple this past week that I didn't handle in the right, in the right manner because I allowed myself to, to be in the flesh rather than the spirit and uh, I need to work on that now and both go you know to something to well of course to confession but I need to work through that and make myself a better person in that and I hope I can recognize that and through that I'm talking about is praying and let allowing God to to calm me and to 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 change that in myself yeah I mean that's 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 what humility is you know being humbled in that in that manner I mean if we don't allow ourselves to do that then we're really not connecting like we should I don't think you know because right. we really need to to come to the to the understanding that God really is what I need and, and it is the source of what we are mm-hmm. and that connection so th- that's how we get that is through prayer yeah yeah so I get we're getting close here to break and do uh, you have anything else to add here father well I think part of that prayer is also gratitude you know someone made a comment the other day about the Oregon Trail uh, you know that, that early video game um, you know, computer game that I, I would play often. And um, mm-hmm. you know what? When we travel, you know, we can get from one side of the state to the other in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Now, that used to take a couple of days, weeks. Uh, we don't have to worry about rattlesnake bites no. as we're driving around. Uh, so I'll be grateful for the opportunity that we have to travel wherever it is you're traveling. Okay. And please be safe out there. Yes. We'll be right back after the break here. Stay with us.